Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchless.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is May 15th, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, you're missing out on the best baseball discord on the internet. Over a thousand people live chats every single day with our Pitchless staff. It's incredible. You really need to hang out with us. You won't miss any news. You'll get all your questions answered. You get an ad-free website as well. You get other perks too. So go to pitchless.com slash plus today to check out PL Plus and consider signing up. It's the best way to support what we do here at PitcherList. Braxton Garrett, five innings, one run, three hits, one walk, and eight strikeouts at a 43% CSW for a King Cole. What's really interesting about this one is, of course, Brax or Garrett, those who don't understand it, it's about a Haxor reference from the 2000s. Don't worry about it. He has a new cutter, and he had that terrible, terrible game against the Diamondbacks. It's not the Diamondbacks. I'm sorry. Sorry. I don't remember. Atlanta doesn't matter. It was like 1,100 runs, okay? He introduced this cutter more than 9% of the time. He added it to 35% usage all of a sudden, and that's a really good thing because the sinker returns 42% hard contact. So instead of the sinker, he's going to this better cutter to get his strikes, and it's working. The slider then is able to do wonderful things, right? So that is a sustainable change for Braxton Garrett, who really just was a slider-only guy before this. This could kind of work. And now he gets the Giants next. So there you go. Forget about that ridiculous start. Other guys, Mitch Keller, I just did the video for YouTube, and I did everyone here a disservice, truly. Um, I try as much as I can to read the tea leaves and to watch as much baseball as I can. I did earlier this season, and I didn't see the same guy I just saw. Yesterday's game against the Orioles, 7 innings, 13 Ks, uh, insane, absolutely insane. 52% CSW on his four-seamer sinker combined. He, he killed it, and he deserved it. His command was insanely good. Around the zone, um, getting tons of strikes with the cutter and, and sinker and four-seamer stunning Orioles batters at 0-2 counts with these pitches. This is a different Mitch Keller than we've ever seen. His command is just so, so, so good. Now, the biggest concern we've had with Mitch Keller over the years is really this command hasn't been good. Or when he, and it was, it would get hit. I really think he's doing such a good job with sequencing and command. That's what I saw in this game. I was freaking out uh, just how stellar he was with a surprise sinker on the inside corner versus a cutter versus a four-seamer. It was just messing them up, and that's what he's doing. Uh, I, I think my my guess of cutter, four-seamer, uh, sinker going in different directions was right. I didn't realize, though, how good that command was. So I'm buying everywhere. I really am now. Um, I'm going to raise him again on the list today. Because I I underrated this. I completely missed it. Um, sometimes that happens, guys. Kyle Freeland against the Phillies against uh, got the win. And this one I'm not missing, okay? The, the, the odds are stacked against him. <laughs> uh, even if he has as good command as Keller, right? Um, with that four-seamer, with that 
curveball. Like curveball had nine over 29 whiffs for 41% CSW. He only had five whiffs as his highest the previous starts. He's still allowing 30% hard contact, unlike Mitch Keller, who's sub 20% on every one of his pitches. Yeah, he's... Uh, Kyle Freeland is not the real deal. And of course, it's just all the odds are against him. Tony Gonsolin against the Padres. Five innings, zero runs, two hits, one walk, and six Ks. His split return, 4% CSW. 4%. One out of 25, okay? Least the velocity is 93-94. That's good. The slider was good. It's It feels like he got away with this, just like old times, but hey, he got away with it. Got the win. I uh, gets the Cardinals next. You're going to keep going there. Colin McHugh started because it's a bullpen game. Tanner Bybee against the Angels. 7.2 innings. One to run. Two with zero walks and seven Ks. Much better with the four-seamer. He actually stayed verde, as it says on his glove. That's good to see. Lots of changeups for strikes. It's kind of weird. The secondaries, the breakers, the, the curb on the slider were not as good as we've seen from Bybee. And that's actually my favorite part about him is how good those generally are. So should be better. And it, when he has all four pitches working, he's going to be amazing. And I say should be better, even though he had an amazing start. I think that actually speaks a lot to Tanner Bybee is that he has so many different ways to succeed. Sometimes that can be translated as... Uh, he doesn't have everything working. He's inconsistent. But I kind of see this as Tanner Bybee is a really good, complete pitcher. Um, and Matt, that makes him a lot safer than someone like Logan Allen, for example. Uh, Logan Webb against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Wrong Webb Diamondbacks, I know. I still I still mourn for Brandon Webb's career. Seven innings, one run, three hits, three walks, three Ks. Without that slider being the old, the old swing strike rate pitch, yeah, you're not going to get many more than three Ks. I mean, sure. Yeah, that 12K game to start the year, but we knew that wasn't real. Andrew Heaney, oh look, you decide to bring back the slider 25% of the time, and what happens? Nine strikeouts, one earned run. Just, just, come on, where's it been? I mean, sure, it was Oakland, but still, you get Rocky Road next, you go with it, alright? So hopefully the slider at 43% CSW is still there at 25% usage. Luke Weaver went against Miami, and he had a cutter 26% of the time. That's really why he did well against the Marlins. I mean, yeah, sure, blame it on the Marlins. But it's nice to see that cutter showing up. Uh, 5.1 innings, one earned run, seven hits, one walk, six Ks. It gets the Yankees next. That's not enough for me, but hey, maybe this cutter does stick around. We've been waiting for that cutter to show for like, what, five years? Six years? Something like that. Max Scherzer against the Nationals. Ace is going to ace. It's good to see things going well. Only 10 sliders, which is kind of surprising me. Still have a little bit of terror against uh, with the whole shoulder and stuff, but fine. This is good. Just give me a couple more like this and we're cool. Brandon Fought actually had a nice start against the Giants. One and run, five hits, one walk, three walk. Uh, sorry, <laughs> five innings, one and run, one hit, three walks, five Ks. Better overall command, especially with the fastball up and the slider was down. But the fastball is not this overwhelming whiff pitch, and that's really a problem in my view. So get the Pirates next. Pirates are really bad now, so fine. But that's it uh, from Brandon Fought after that. Miles Michaelis is a Toby. Got the win against Boston. Six innings, one run, four hits, two walks, and zero strikeouts. Is that the game you want to play? Is it? Bless him. Go ahead. Have fun. There is no butter on my bread. None. Patrick Sandoval against the Guardian, 7.2 innings, 200 runs, 5 hits, 1 walk, and 5Ks. See, Miles Michaelis, you could do 5Ks, not 0. So, the slider was so good for Sandoval, 12 over 43 whiffs, 40% CSW. This changeup wasn't up to snuff, and it's kind of interesting. I haven't really seen that start of both the changeup and slider being insanely good. 
kind of interesting, but hey, the Guardians are really, really bad. And moving on, we've got Sears, we've got Varlin, we've got Brown, we've got Gilbert, Giolito, we've got a lot of other guys to talk about. We're going to talk about all of those after this break. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. J.P. Sears against Texas. 5.1 innings, 200 runs, 5 hits, 1 walk, and 6 strikeouts. 17 whiffs. Only 23% CSW, but 17 whiffs. It's weird to see that kind of separation of CSW and whiffs, but man, it's just no called strikes, by the way, obviously. I'm kind of in on Sears. He's missing a lot of bats inside the zone. And this was against Texas. Oh, man. He gets the Astros next. It's not fair, but he's going to have a good schedule eventually. And I kind of just want to go with it. J.P. Sears is doing some cool stuff with his fastball and his his slider right now. Louis Varland, I also want to be in on against the Cubs. Got the win. 6.1 innings, 300 runs, 4 hits, 1 walk, 7 Ks. He had a careful Icarus here in the 7th inning. as He allowed 2 more in runs. Heater's at 95. It's a good fastball. He has good enough secondaries. Like, it's the Angels and Jays, which is the only annoying part. The Twins have such a rough schedule. But, man, I think he's still going on it. I think Looney Varland and J.P. Sears are pretty good. Uh, Hunter Brown against the White Sox. 19 whiffs for a Gallows Bowl is really good. And you got 9 out of 25 whiffs on the curve alone. Great to see after getting zero on curves and sliders last time out. 5.2 innings of three and runs is a little disappointing. Same with seven hits. But the one walk in eight case should make you very encouraged. You got the win as well. Now he gets Oakland twice. Wonderful stuff. Logan Gilbert against the Tigers. 5.2 innings, three earned runs, six hits, one walk, and four strikeouts. It's kind of weird. This was against the Tigers. His fastball should be better than 20% CSW. He hung some sliders. We're not going to panic here, but like, come on, Gilbert. You, you got to do better than this. Joey Wentz left after 2.2 innings. We're moving on past that one. Uh, you don't want to lean on it. Only 7% CSW on his heater. Oh. Aaron Nola was in cores, and cores is stupid. So I'm not going to talk about that one. Uh, Lucas Giolito against the Astros. Six innings, four and runs, seven hits, zero walks, and six strikeouts. Vossi was back to 92.4, not 94. It's 92.4. Changeup is only four for 18 CSW, which is bad. It's under 25%. Not a single whiff on it. So it's annoying because I really wanted him to be at that peak we saw last time. Maybe he'll get back to it, but it feels like that was, yeah, a peak and this is coming back down. But still, we're going to hold on to him in 12-teamers. Zach Eflin against the Yankees got the win. Six innings, four and runs, seven hits, one walk, nine strikeouts. 14 over 29 called strikes with the cutter. What? That's like a 40, what, 7% called strike rate? That's crazy. Crazy. I hope that's real. Because then you throw in the sinker and you throw in the, the curveball with that. And that's that's beautiful. Uh, Ryan Weathers, no, no. 
don't care about why they're sorry. He shouldn't be pitching. I don't know why he's pitching. Why isn't it Nick Martinez? What's going on? Kyle Gibson against Pittsburgh. Five innings, four and runs, seven hits, three walks, and five strikeouts against Pittsburgh. Oh, gosh. Gibson is just a complete, I don't know, cherry bomb. And, like, you never know what you're going to get. So, if you're desperate on a weekend, you go for Kyle Gibson, and that's about it. Yusei Kikuchi. Honestly, 44% CSW on the four-seamer, 17 whiffs, 34% CSW, seven strikeouts and zero walks, but it was four innings, four runs, and nine hits. It was three home runs against Atlanta, and that really messed him up. He's so volatile, but like I feel you just don't want to throw yourself in the way of it. Uh, Corey Kluber against the Cardinals, speaking of which, yeah, don't do that whatsoever. Not in any league. Uh, Colin Ray, no thank you. Jake Irvin, yeah, not really going to happen. Uh, Clark Schmidt, you don't want to chase that against the Rays. Uh, there has to be better stuff than Clark Schmidt in the wire. Uh, Jordan Lyles, 2.1 innings, 700 runs. Fossey was down three ticks. I got to think there's an injury there. And Marcus Stroman, 2.2 innings, six earned runs, seven hits, two walks, three Ks. You know, he, he was the, the rock this year for many teams, and even he is not susceptible to the blow-up. So it goes. We keep starting him. Looking forward to today's games. Otani, Peralta, Lopez, Valdez, Kirby. Uh, all auto starts. Probable starts. Just Merrill Kelly. He gets the athletics. By the way, if you if you like the new formatting for the streaming rankings, let me know. Just leave a comment on the articles or just reach out to me on, on Twitter. goes a long way. I make these changes here and there, and I'm curious just any sort of feedback. If you appreciate them or you want me to revert back to it, I do it all for you guys, of course. The question will start here. Charlie Morin, Hunter Green. Uh, bad matchups against the Rangers in cores. He's still going to do it, I think. Uh, it's questionable, so I understand if you don't, I'm going to likely do them. Michael Waka is a stream pick against the Royals. He's the one of the day as well. I think it's actually kind of solid against uh, the Royals. A good win chance here. Michael Waka has a decent floor. Royals aren't very good. I think this is cool. Bailey Falter, a little bit worse against the Giants. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez against the Angels. I know it was better last time, but it was against the Pirates, and we really aren't seeing the stuff we want to see from the secondaries. Alec Manoa, Jack Flaherty, Tanner Houck. Yeah, not really that fun. I do not start tier. David Peterson, Jameson Tyon, Nova Syndergaard, uh, Brad Keller, Johnny Brito, Alex Wood. It's a still ill. Don't do that against the Phils. Uh, Patrick Corbin, Cody Bradford. Who is this guy? He's getting the call for the Rangers. He's had a great time. I think four runs in seven games. This year um, in AAA, but only it's under a strikeout an inning, and he throws 91 with craftiness. That's not the guy you chase, given that all prospects have a much lower floor than guys in the majors. Yeah, you don't want to do this. Connor Seabold and Drew Rosinski. Looking forward to today's games. Sorry, tomorrow's games. Kevin Gosman, Zach Wheeler, Clint Kershaw, Luis Castillo, Shane Bieber, Christian Javier, Justin Verlander, all aces going to ace there, save for Bieber, and that's against the White Sox. Jordan Montgomery gets the Brewers. You're clearly doing that one. And Jesus Lazardo against the Nationals. I know the whip has been bad. That, that should absolutely come down. He's not going to have the same hit per nine through the year. So you have the Nationals and Jesus Lazardo. Uh, it's a clear auto start for me. By the way, if you're wondering, why is Cody Bradford going and not Dane Dunning? They decided to push him back, uh, give everybody some rest. Also, there is a rumor that Dane Dunning is going on the paternity list, and they're just being careful because they didn't want to have him uh, leaving right before the game started, so they're being careful about that. Uh, Probable start here is Josiah Grace, Seth Lugo. He gets the Royals, and Gray gets Miami. I could see Josiah Gray being in the top tier if you want to do that. That's fine with me. Uh, Alex Cobb against the Phils. It's 
fine. I don't really love it, but it's fine. Justin Steele, Justin Steele gets the Astros. And I actually think regression's coming for him, but I feel like if you have Justin Steele, you just can't quit. Wade Miley against the Cardinals should be fine. Luis Ortiz is our stream pick of the day. I don't absolutely love it, but it's good enough against the Tigers. He has a hard fastball that should get a lot of outs. And hopefully the slider isn't absolutely trash. I mean, he should be really good, but it wasn't that good last time. And Lance Lynn, I know. You do whatever you want with Lance Lynn. Personally, this is just me. You don't have to listen to me. Who cares what I think? I'm I'm starting him because of the Guardians. The Guardians are not a good offense. Lance Lynn gets a ton of whiffs still. And he's gotten so unfortunate. We're talking like a 61% left on base rate and a 365 BABIP, right? Those are terrible marks. At over two hit per, uh, home run per night. Actually, it's like a two, three. Like, that's not going to be the world for the rest of the season for Lance Lynn. So, I'm doing it. Uh, I'm doing it, guys. You don't have to listen to me. You can yell at me all you want about how dumb I am. Fine. I'm doing it. Uh, Billy Ober against the Dodgers isn't so bad, but it's the Dodgers. a little bit scary there. I feel like Ober needs to squeeze the most out of it there. Domingo Herman just survived the race twice, but the Rays actually, I think, are a worse offense now, and the Jays are an elite one still. So I'm scared about that one. Brady Singer is a cherry bomb gets the Padres. Michael Lorenzen is actually a decent streaming play. If it weren't for Ortiz, I would be doing Lorenzen as a stream pick of the day, I think. Um, he gets the Pirates. He can go six plus here. Nick Pavetta against the Mariners. If he has his breakers, then this could work out for you. Uh, Dane Dunning, is he going to start? Is it just going to be Eovaldi? I think the Rangers are just playing it safe by having Cody Bradford, right? And it gets Atlanta. Just don't, don't really do that one. And Dean Kramer against the Angels. It's, he's a cherry bomb against a good team. Don't do that. Uh, Tommy Henry is in the do not start tier. Maybe that doesn't work. He's the best of these, I would say, against the athletics. I just think the ceiling is just so capped that it's not worth chasing. Chase Silseth is coming up again uh, to play against the, to pitch against the Orioles. I didn't really like him last year. I didn't really think there was that much. Maybe there's something different now. We'll see. Jared Schuster, maybe he comes up. We don't know for tomorrow against the Rangers. It's just so many reasons for you to wait and see on this one. Yanni Chirinos, no thank you. Kyle Muller, no thank you. And Chase Anderson's going against Ben Lively in cores. Absolutely not. All right, that is it for today. Thank you all so much for all the support. Uh, make sure you tune in on Twitch, guys. It is the best place to be. It's where you get all the direct answers to anything you want from me. If you want to find out what I think about this picture or what pickup you should make, I call it my office hours from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern time every single weekday morning. I also do this stream midday on Monday for the list, usually around like 1.30 to about 5 o'clock. So tune in. It's absolutely free, and I hope to see you there. But that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babups be low and your strikeouts high.